All right, here we go, and welcome back to the Yes Functional Longevity Podcast, where we give you insight on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better. Good afternoon. My name is Chris Porter, best-selling author and owner of Yes Fitness. I'd like to start off first by just thanking you for taking time from your day to listen to what I have to say. I have some interesting information today, I believe, on longevity specifically. And some research that's done by um, one of the main people that I follow, uh, Dr. David Sinclair. But before we get started, uh, a little bit of housekeeping. Just want to let you know that uh, if you're ever interested in getting some show notes or re-watching or listening to this, you can head on over to yesfitnessct.com. Scroll to the bottom, hit the button where it says podcast, and you can get any one of our 218 broadcasts. And if you want the show notes, uh, just click the button and we'll get them off, send them off to you. So they're there and you can listen to this uh, where you listen to most of your, get your podcast. I know that we're on Spotify and we're on some other platforms, but we're here today on Facebook, I believe, so or YouTube actually as well. So let's kind of get started with what we're going to talk about. And um, we're going to give you a revealing reason why you may want to limit eating red meat. Talking specifically with regards to longevity. And we've talked about um, sirtuins a couple weeks ago as one of the pathways Um for longevity, longevity genes. It's kind of a bucket of, we just bucket them all together. There's seven sirtuin genes. And then there's AMPK, which is another uh, longevity gene that we talked about last week. And the third longevity gene we're going to talk about today is mTOR, or mammalian target of rapamycin. So... We're going to just refer to it as mTOR the rest of this broadcast today because that's a tongue twist we continue to say over and over again. But this is one that we really want to try to get right. Not that we don't want to get the other ones right. Um, they all kind of work intertwine together with each other. But what mTOR is, it's a complex of proteins that senses certain amino acids in your body, particularly amino acids leucine and isoleucine, which are the branch chain amino acids. I know typically when we head to a gym when we're younger, we're thinking about getting a lot of branch chain amino acids in to help build the body and bulk the body up. But as we get older, it may not be the thing that we're looking to do. So if you eat a big steak, mTOR will be activated and it will turn on the body's ability to make protein. And that's what we want. That's what we need. It is important. Protein is important. And so you eat that steak and you make it into amino acids. And then we make it into the proteins. And then it can do all the different things it needs to do to help uh, repair and build the body. But if you're always eating meat every day, your mTOR will be activated all the time. And mTOR is there to grow new body parts, right? And it's there to grow you larger and taller when we're developing and when we're younger. But the problem is if you're always feeding it amino acids and trying to bulk up, you'll get big, great big muscles, right? And you'll look great. But in the long-term effect, and what they've seen in animals at least, is that you're not harnessing your body's defenses. 
And yes, they do these most of these studies on animals, but they're doing stuff stuff on human beings now and using those genetic clocks. And this is what they're finding: that it, too much amino acids will harness your body's defenses. The longevity genes mentor isn't in the case that you want to turn on like it was with the sirtuins and with AMPK. You want to downplay it because low mTOR predicts longevity. So this is why you want to try to try to stay away from those red meats as much as possible. Again, I'm not saying never eat red meat again. I know I'm going to eat red meat. My mom's in her 90s, and she's had a whole lot of red meat in her life. She's eating a whole lot of meatballs, okay, being Italian. But um, it is something you just want to be aware of, and that maybe you want to change your diet in some ways. So the problem is that if you're always eating meat, your mTOR is always on. Well, why that isn't good is if you don't have low levels of mTOR, sometimes then mTOR won't start to clear out your cells. mTOR is very important for what's called autophagy. Autophagy is the chewing up and discarding of all proteins that have accumulated in the cells. We talked about autophagy last week a little bit. The best way, oh, pardon me, the best example of a disease that is caused by accumulated um, proteins, crystallized proteins, is Alzheimer's disease. So there's an example for you right there. But understand that all cells accumulate these old proteins. And mTOR is a very good, is very good at turning on this kind of deep cleaning, this cleansing process of autophagy. But if you're eating meat every meal, if you're eating meat every night, specifically red meats, you're not going to turn that cleansing process on. And we need to get those proteins cleaned up. We need to, to clean up the cell. So that's how mTOR works. Okay, so mTOR and the sirtuins and MPK, they all talk to each other. They all kind of tweak one. When one works, the other one turns on and things like that, and vice versa. So this is part of this hunkering down effect, the body trying to make itself better. Dr. Sinclair always says, what doesn't kill you is going to make you stronger. So just one thing to kind of keep in mind, just like how much protein does it take? How long does it last? But when you have 10 grams of amino acids, okay, are ingested, muscle protein synthesis and components of mTOR signaling pathways are activated. And when, when, when they measure that, how long it's activated for, it's been measured uh, up to three hours following ingestion, and it could possibly remain turned on for 24 to 36 hours. What I just said, we don't want that. We need the cells to get cleaned up. So why is this all too bad? Because too much mTOR activation is associated with a large number of human diseases, including cancer, obesity, I don't know, acne, not that acne is necessarily life-threatening disease, type 2 diabetes, and depression, and actually neurodegeneration. So that's not, that's real solid reasons why, other than the longevity aspect of mTOR, why you want to try to get your mTOR low at some point in time. 
Now, in skeletal muscles, resistance exercises cause an increase in muscle size and strength via the mTOR activation. I mean, that's what happens when we lift some weights. We activate mTOR, and we need to do that specifically throughout life, okay? We want to make sure that we're maintaining this muscle throughout life. We've got the phone ringing in the background today. So is mTOR activation a good thing? It's important to remember that activating mTOR through exercise is healthy and it has an important role to play in preventing the loss of muscle mass, repairing tissue, and other cellular processes. On the days where we're not lifting weights, okay, we want to try to make sure that maybe we're not having red meat so that we kind of get that mTOR suppressed so that it can do the things that it needs to do. And Exercise does suppress mTOR some through endurance and even some lesser resistance training exercises, specifically metabolic stresses as well, activate MP, AMPK and thus inhibiting mTOR. Let's also right down to the neuromuscular tissues such as liver, fat, and tumor tissues. There's been numerous studies that provided evidence that autophagy is activated in skeletal muscle in response to exercise. So although, you know, some exercise may not necessarily be good, and, you know, when we exercise, people say, well, you know, you're going to create free radicals. Well, that's a good thing because then the body tries to eliminate those free radicals. And, yes, it does turn on mTOR, and it does activate and try to build some muscle mass. But we want that mTOR to be suppressed at some point in time. So maybe you maybe want to take in some uh, amino acids on just the days that you lift and try and get, get it in those days and the other days try to stay away from it. Numerous studies, again, have shown that exercise is good for autophagy. So that's a good thing. So moderate exercise, including a mix of cardio, resistance training, high-intensity interval training, all for about 30 minutes are ideal for autophagy activation. And it may seem like or it looks like excesses of prolonged exercise could negate some of the benefits of exercise-induced autophagy. So, and, you know, I always get back to lifting weights. Somehow I always get back to exercise. So does lifting weights increase autophagy? The results obtained... Some research seems to indicate that an eight-week resistance training stimulates Eight weeks resistance training will stimulate autophagy. So let's get back to lifting some weights. You know, I always find a way to get back to that. That's one of the keys to living longer and being able to enjoy those extra years. Lift some weights, get some exercise in. Another way to um, kind of inhibit mTOR is if we have some calorie restriction, which kind of like reduce our calorie intake without causing malnutrition. We just want to kind of reduce our calorie intake. It has been linked to extended lifespan and increased health benefits with numerous studies. We already know, talking last week, that restricting calories will it not only activates AMPK, but we now know that it will inhibit mTOR. So kind of those two longevity pathways working hand in hand. So that's one real solid reason why you'd want to maybe think about changing your nutrition pattern. 
going to more of a plant-based pattern. We need protein. We want to get some protein in, but it's that amino acid type protein, those uh, leucine and isoleucine that we want to do, the branch chain amino acids that we want to try to stay away from as we age so that the body can perform autophagy, so the body can clean the cells. And by restricting some mTOR and inhibiting it, that's what's going to happen. So I hope this was helpful. This last three broadcasts talking about sirtuins and uh, longevity pathway, mTOR, and AMPK. It's all very interesting stuff. If you want to know, learn more about it, you're welcome to give me a call. You can just take a look at some of the work that David Sinclair, Dr. David Sinclair does. Um, he's one of the leading experts on this topic, and he'll give you more in-depth stuff with, without getting into too much science with your ear today. So. Again, thank you for taking the time to listen to what I have to say today. And as always, if you have any questions, get a hold of me. I'd be more than happy to discuss it with you. And I look forward to talking to you again next week with some more insight on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better. Thanks for watching.